Hi, all you hungry people out there. Welcome to Hungry Cat Daily with Nick and Lance, the podcast where we'll be recapping every Garfield comic from A to Z. My name is Nick Ramirez. I'm joined today by our host, Lance Gilstrap. Good evening, Lance. And what's the food word? Lasagna, my man. We started doing that new catchers lately, uh, Rory. And I'm talking right now to R- Rory Phillips, uh, who is the uh, lead singer, songwriter, guitarist of The Impossibles and the newly reunited The Stereo, uh, two great bands that I grew up listening to. And Rory, we I want to ask you on because you have a new podcast out now. I do. It's called Kings of No Hope, the story of The Stereo. It's the story of the band The Stereo that I helped co-found back in 1999. And uh, spoiler alert, uh, got kicked out of shortly after. So there was a lot of the band's history that I wasn't around for. I love the the pon- podcast format. I listen to podcasts way more than I listen to music. Sorry, music. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, when I wanted to make something creatively and do something new, making a podcast was top of my list. And as far as subject matter goes, uh, the, stereo, the stereo was just something that was really fascinating for me. Yeah, and you got some like interviews with some people people probably know like uh dashboard confessional yeah <laughs> uh, chris caraba patrick yeah. stump from fallout boy yeah it's basically us trying to justify our existence and the existence of the podcast <laughs> up front by saying like i know you've never heard of us that's okay you know there's a small group of people who have and and they really love the band and that's great but it, because you've never heard of us let me get patrick stump from fallout boy to come on and tell you <laughs> why this band is important at all uh and so yeah we do a lot of that in episode one uh, subsequent ep- episodes get more into the actual story and drama of the band. Yeah, it's kind, of, but it's kind of got like a serial kind of a feel to it, like right, like a kind of a documentary podcast. Yeah, I mean that's it, it's you know maybe worn out, but that's still kind of the gold standard for me. Those you know yeah. I, I listened to podcasts before that, and you know WTF, and and I like the talk format, but for me as a producer thinking about something that I wanted to make, it was going to be more in that category of almost the sort of audio documentary sort of format. What's your favorite podcast of all time? Would you say? <sighs> Blank check. Please say, please say hungry <laughs> cat daily. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're a Blank check fan. Lance and I both listen to Blank check. Yeah. Uh, not uh, every week, but yeah, we love that show. It's, and it feels like sometimes everybody does. It's one of the ones I've connected with the most with people lately. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, you know, for me, it's it's the I don't really have a big friend group that get together and get to talk on on the regular basis, and so yeah. uh, listening to Blank Check is like that. It's the sort of like I, I feel like I'm the quiet person in the corner of, yeah. of of a conversation sort of deal. Do you follow along with the uh, the movies when you want listen to Blank Check? Um, no, I don't. You know, and, and I kind of depend on them to do a lot of the explaining of what movies are about that I haven't seen, uh, which is maybe a little bit lazy. But I mean, frankly, it's like I've got the window of time in my life to dedicate. And it's like, I'm either going to listen to Blank Check or I'm going to go watch these movies that they're watching. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't make both happen. That's kind of why I've fallen off on that show is because I just can't like can't let myself listen to the podcast unless I've at least seen the movie at right. some point in my life. Like yeah. otherwise, I'm like I just have a backlog. Okay, when I watch the movie, I'll listen to that episode. But yeah, I, I always end up not doing it. It would probably be a lot more effective, but like <laughs> I said, got to got to make that choice. Have you seen the Garfield movie? <laughs> I haven't. I mean, I, so one thing about it that's always fascinated me, and and I'm I'm not the first person to point this out by any means, but is the whole 
swap between the gentleman who did the voice of Garfield on the cartoon, mm-hmm. Lorenzo Music, who also, and I, I'm sure this has come up like a hundred times for you guys, but that that swap as a kid, like that, or or you know, I was I was older whenever the uh, Garfield movie came out, but that just rang such a, a a weird powerful chord with me like the the uh, symmetry of uh of, of oh, the bill murray change yeah. Ghostbusters. yeah did you did yeah. you know that that he voiced he yeah in the ghostbusters cartoon okay yeah talking about oh i thought you okay i thought you were talking about garfield <laughs> but i knew it immediately like like because yeah, as, yeah. a, as a kid i always you know i i locked in on stuff like that like who does the voice of what cartoon characters and who does the same voice in in different places and so uh, you know, knowing that the, uh, the guy doing Garfield was the same voice doing the Bill Murray character in Ghostbusters, like it, it just for some reason really stood out to me. And then whenever it came to the came time to do the CGI uh, Garfield movie, uh, I, I, I don't know. Bill Murray. It was like it was like a, a satisfying like M Night Shyamalan twist for me <laughs> yeah, or something yeah. like you know in, happening in real life. Yeah, it felt it felt more like the uh, like the Kennedy Lincoln, you know, <laughs> right, right. things to me. Hundred percent. Yeah. And in, in as yep. much as like when it happened, I was telling everybody, and they were like, "Shut the fuck up, who cares?" <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Yeah, Kennedy had did a you... secret secretary named Lincoln, yep. <laughs> and Lincoln yeah. had a secretary named Kennedy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that... yeah. Did you ever uh, read the comic strip growing up, Rory? Oh. Yeah, uh, a thousand percent. And it's one of those things where I'm kind of terrified that you'll ask me for details because I don't remember anything about this. But I do remember, you know, obsessively going on Sunday morning and getting the getting the strip and looking at and it being, you know, it was the top of the list at that point, you know, growing up in the 80s, it was just on fire. And then I also had the books, uh, uh, yeah. you know, for, for years I collected those. I, I remember I had a pretty good stack of them at one point. I think we mostly got those from like garage sales and Goodwill and things like that. My, my, uh, family was not super well off, so I wasn't just kind of, you know, getting them at will. It was more kind of by opportunity. And then my parents knew that I liked those. So they would, they would kind of put them together, uh, I remember the the like transition moment for me was uh, the His Nine Lives book. Do y'all, uh, have y'all talked about people that? People brought much that up. Yeah, people have brought that up. Like, I remember it being in the bookstore and it it being such a like transition for me because it it you know came out uh, right as I was kind of getting to be a little bit of a bigger kid, and there was also this shift in comics of uh, you know Dark Knight Returns and things like that all kind of happening in that, that midpoint in the eighties and. I remember it feeling like the the like leverage for me to get from these Garfield books into you know the Watchmen you know Dark Knight Returns <laughs> sort of like world of comic books because it was in the bookstore and it, and it had this look of you know this is high art like oh it, yeah like a graphic novel not a yeah, comic or you like yeah. you like Garfield but did you know that Garfield can actually be a like high art here here it is. <laughs> uh, and so that just made like a really huge impression on me, even though I, I, you know, couldn't afford the book, never had the book, never read the book, saw it when it got adapted into like an animated special on CBS yeah, yeah. or something like that. But, uh, but that was, that was kind of it. Yeah. You, you just, rem- you just reminded me, uh, I think I largely ended up with Garfield books through those, uh, scholastic book fairs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not really worth talking about. But <laughs> no, no. I, so for me, the Scholastic Book Fair thing was actually like even a rung lower on the, the educational ladder. 
uh, because I think they did have the Garfield stuff there as like, you know, the spoonful of sugar to make the medicine mm-hmm. go down yeah. and try and yeah, get yeah. you in there. But for me, what I would get, try and get my parents to get was the the pop-out robots that you could fold yes, up. Yes, me too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and which, I got one. Which is one. a scam. A <laughs> yeah. total scam. Like, here's a toy. I don't remember those. Like, yeah. there's a toy. It's it's in book form, but yeah. here's a toy that you can convince your parents to buy you mm-hmm. at this book fair. <laughs> Um, well, let's uh, let's move on to the recap. And Rory, uh, I was telling you before we recap a Garfield comic strip panel by panel. Uh, today, I thought we'd look at because your new record is called Thirteen. We're looking at <laughs> January third, twenty thirteen. So one three. Oh, nice. One, three. Okay. Some <laughs> it's uh, like so Rory, later could, era for me. Yeah, yeah. This Same is yeah, yeah out of my comfort zone too. But uh, yeah, if you could go ahead and describe this first panel, Roy. It's yeah. a pretty simple one. Yeah, John Arbuckle, he looks pretty morose. His his eyes are barely open. Uh, he's just kind of moving forward, trying to get through his day, it looks like. And Garfield is just laid out, too. He's maybe exhausted. Uh, he's he's definitely been through some stuff, and, and he's just <laughs> completely laid out on the countertop. Now, do one thing we've noticed when we've been looking at these newer Garfields, Rory, is how big Garfield's feet are. Does this seem <laughs> odd to you? Like to me, it did seem odd when I started yeah. noticing it. Yeah, I could, I could see that. There, there is a, uh, I would say there's maybe a little bit more focus on the feet than I would expect out of a, a Garfield drawing. And they're well, they're very big, but they're also like really well defined too. Like, that's probably the most. Um, intricately drawn part of this panel, I feel like, is Garfield's feet, and like you can you see, see some little... attention. Yeah, attention to detail in those feet. Yeah, might say something about whatever ghost artist Jim Davis has <laughs> okay, drawn yeah. these Garfields for us here. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on. To, I mean, this is a simple one, Lance. Do you have anything to say about this one? I've got nothing. To say. I, 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 this looks familiar. I wonder if this became a thing. In uh, in oh, like yeah, the later like years, because I feel like I've seen panel, John discover ship. Garfield uh, looking dead, like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like is he about to discover that Garfield's heart has stopped and he's right. going to have to call <laughs> paramedics? Um, well, let's move on to panel two. John says, "I wonder, Garfield." dot 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 leading us into what i can only imagine is going to be a devastating punchline <laughs> and he still he still looks over it you know clearly uh, you know because they're now interacting we know that garfield is not actually deceased and john presumably is, yeah it, it could be the final final act twist <laughs> it could be uh, yeah the final garfield i mean yeah speaking of <laughs> my shamlin uh yeah. But we never know for sure because anytime John is talking to Garfield, he's not really expecting a response anyway. Right. So it could just be that Garfield is dead and John's still talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lance, should we just move on to panel Let's three? Let's move I feel on like to we're panel three. This I'm one, dying to find a, out. <laughs> I, chose a, I chose a simple... I I, mean, I put shows poorly. I should have. Well, Rory, I I don't like to read the comic strips before we read them on air, so I uh-huh. this could be a very bad one. So a, let's move uh, on to panel three and figure it out. I mean, Garfield's like pizza, right? Even when it's bad, <laughs> it's still pretty good. 
I'd say Garfield's like bad pizza in that it's usually bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, John, now we know that he's been having an existential crisis because he says, will anyone remember me when I'm gone? So he's he's not feeling great about his life. He he doubts whether there'll really be anything left to remember John Arbuckle. And Garfield, you know, we can see what he's thinking. And he's saying, You're still here? What John? a dick this that's, Garfield is. Yeah. That's I mean yeah. also how morose they yes. <laughs> are they both dying in this? Like, are they both like <laughs> it was was this a week where they were exploring like they both have some kind of terrible disease. I was going to say this feels more like the Peanuts than Garfield to me. This is like something Charlie uh, Brown would yeah. say. Yep, hundred percent. Wow. Have y'all explored that? Like whether the scripts for Peanuts and Garfield ever just get mixed up and they <laughs> at like the the comic strip factory, somebody runs into someone else and the scripts fly in the air, <laughs> like start pu- putting them yeah. together. Rory, this uh kind of makes me think of uh the stereo you're putting together this podcast so that people will remember the stereo when they're gone <laughs> when, yeah yeah you know i i i think that's pretty insightful i did like the idea <laughs> of putting together an oral history of a band that you know i again that i got kicked out of so i knew there was at least one dramatic turn moment that we could throw into it uh but ended up having some really fascinating stories that that i was happy to be able to capture yeah, uh, I just have to say, if, if at the end of the strip, you know, Garfield says you're still here? Question mark. If Garfield said you're still here, period. <laughs> I mean, it would feel like this this warm hug. Yeah, like a pep talk. Yeah, yeah. like John, you're still here. Yeah, it would it would just it would make me feel filled with light, and I guess that's not what Garfield is designed to do. But you know, I, I just see a missed opportunity. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to ratings. <laughs> Rory, we rate these on scale of zero to five trays of, trays of lasagna. Um, mm. Do you have any? What do you think? I think Garfield has already torn through the trays of lasagna because I think I'm down to like one one tray on on this one. I, I I don't know if you know your whole history and whether that's super low and maybe I just don't have the context to understand how bad it can get. Oh but... yeah, it can get a lot worse. Um, <laughs> oh, but that's sure. about an that's about the average rating is a one. <laughs> I think this one just feels mean, and maybe Garfield is mean, and I don't really remember that from being a child. But this seems this just doesn't seem like fun or funny or anything. Wow. Yeah. So I do think Garfield is mean. Lance, do you do you agree that Garfield is mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's like one of his defining traits, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but that's maybe true. that came in a little bit later. I don't know, but yeah, I, I actually thought it was there. I it just I think maybe it's what changes me, and I and I used mm-hmm. to think that the mean streak was like like being cool, and now I'm just like, oh, that that person is not someone I would want to be around. That cat <laughs> is not someone that I would want to be around. God, imagine being stuck with Garfield as your cat. That would suck. Like just well, you this can't negative hear energy. His thoughts. Yeah, but he just you looks at you a lot and sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually thought this one was funny, even if it is mean. Okay. So sure. I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna go like a two point seven seven eight. What do you think, Lance? Um, yeah, I kind of like the morbidity. Uh, I, I, it's, it's like, uh, 
I don't know. I, I like I, I, we've read so many of these. I get I I I tend to I know we're not going to get great jokes, so I like it when it's either absurd or dark. And this one's kind of dark, so I do like this one a little bit more than the supposedly funny ones. The average. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go. Yeah, I think I feel like your score is pretty much dead on, but I'm gonna go two point seven eight three. Okay. Wow. Uh, Third decimal place. Yeah, we guys. try to be precise. I, yeah. Like We've that. done 318 of these. And so <laughs> you have to be like precise. Otherwise, you yeah. just give a bunch of twos. And then it's like, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. Well, let's move on to naming. Roy, if you had to give this comic strip a name, what would you call it? Remember earlier when I was talking about freezing up and blanking? <laughs> we'll cut that space out. <laughs> yeah. You can um, uh, talk through it, too. Or Lance, if you have any thoughts. Yeah, I know. You know what's circling around my head is just just, just mean field. This is just, just mean. <laughs> mean I, can't, I, can't get, I, can't get, I can't get past it. Like the, That's the, a good the name. The strip has That's been relabeled in my, in my mind as mean field. And I, I like I'm, it. I'm going to have to go do some research and, and try and find some Garfield <laughs> to be able to fall back in love with this character. <laughs> yeah. Find the yeah the the sweet Garfield's and maybe watch the movie. I think the movie he ends up being a sweetheart because it's a Hollywood movie. You got to be sweet. I, in Hollywood. Yeah, I need that redemption arc. I think that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, he saves the cat. He saves himself. Um, well, let's move on to uh, comments. We've been looking at the comments section of the GoComics.com. Uh, website for these comic strips so i'll just read a few here here rockstar rockstar geo says uh garfield will only when he's hungry i guess that's when he'll remember john oh yes (laughs) (laughs) wow someone took the time to look to answer the question i really i think that's really thoughtful poppy 1313 also answered the question he said odie might so maybe Odie will remember okay. John. Yeah, bringing Positive. in some some auxiliary characters to try and redeem this dark spot. Cody Gar- Cab Garfield said, Cannon. "Yeah, Cody Cab said, who's the guy with the funny suits?' And I, I don't know what that means. Who's the guy with the funny suits? Wow. Um, we got in dot among in dot among said, "Poor dear, of course he will be missed. The uncrowned monarch of losers." <laughs> oh my gosh. It starts um, off so nice. <laughs> Caltech says, so nice to see that Garfield is back on tracks. Don't like those Santa and Christmas related strips. Good old John with his depressive point of view and Garfield with his hmm cat attitude smiley face. <laughs> hmm. Cat what attitude. Comments on this one. <laughs> I know this is wild. Why is this so popular? I guess because this is this one came out Internet when the comment section age. existed. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, I think that covers it. That covers the comments. And now we move on to ranking. And this one comes in at number 166. Uh, and that's the, that's, that sounds really high. It's well, it's 166 out of 318. So it's about like halfway up there. Okay. Oh, just out out of the ones that you, you guys have, have covered. Yeah. We got a spreadsheet. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're getting there. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us, Roy. Um, the podcast is called The Kings of No Hope. Uh, the new record is called 
13. 13. It's not out yet, though. But it's uh, they can pledge on Kickstarter. Is it kickstarter.com slash the stereo? If you just the go to the, the stereorock.com, it'll have link. It'll take you to the, the Kickstarter that we have going to press the record on vinyl. And then, uh, like we mentioned, Kings of No Hope on all major plat- podcast platforms. And it's a great that. story. Even if you have never heard of the band, it's a, it's a really fun podcast to listen to. Very interesting stuff. Um, and uh, check out Roy's other bands, The Impossibles, Slow Reader, The Artificial Heart. I was a big fan of all those guys. Good stuff. Thanks so um, much. Well, thank you, Roy. And until next time, stay hungry. See you in the funny papers. Hey, but before we go, let's hear a clip from Rory's new song with the stereo, Kings of No Hope.